you want to play a game? Let's I play want a game. to play a game, what game would while you, like you to... type the thing in. Sure. Let's do that. Did you ever write a game yourself? I did. I have written one one game. What was it called? It was called Dinner Bell. Why did you write this game? So this was part of, um, I totally cannot remember Kevin's last name. Uh, Jackson Mead. Jackson Mead. Thank you. Um, so Kevin Jackson Mead decided to start, get a project together, uh, get a stew going, so to speak. <laughs> Shut up. Reference to our last episode. <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> um, yeah, to, to, to get a little, uh, uh, still going for the 20th anniversary of the They Might Be Giants album, Apollo 18. Oh, I love that album. It's a really good album. It's it's right up there, you know, right up there with Flood on everybody's top five list. So basically, everyone got together and wrote everyone in the world. (laughs) (laughs) All the cool kids got together. All the cool kids got together and wrote full-length games for each one of the full-length tracks. And then this was really cool. Uh, so the Apollo 18 album was designed to take advantage of the new shuffle feature that was coming out in CDs and CD players. Mm-hmm. And had, so there are just a bunch of short tracks called fingertips on the album. And so to represent those tracks, people wrote one-move games. Yeah. Yeah, and that was really cool. And but you wrote a real, I mean, sorry, you wrote a full-length <laughs> game. I did write a full-length game. Uh, I believe that you also wrote two full-length games. I wrote one full-length game and then one kind of not completely <laughs> length game. One uh, game that I'm not so proud of and that isn't as long. Mm. But I, I'd say I wrote a full-length game, yeah. Yeah, no, you definitely, yeah, um... That was, but you also. I, I did. And, we're focusing on and this you, is, you, the things you did. That's right. This is my special day. And this is the one that we're going to play right now. Okay. And it's called? It's called Dinner Bell. We already established that. Yes. And it's based on the song Dinner Bell, which is uh, about food and Pavlovian conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to see a lot of that in the game. I want to say that I've played this game before, but I didn't play all of it. Mm-hmm. And the, what I did play, I barely remember. I just remember that I got nightmares as a result. <laughs> oh, good. Good. That's that's what I was going for. So I will just start it off. There is a status bar that is not very relevant, but it informs you that you are in the test chamber, which is not relevant because this is a one-room game and your hunger level is starving, that, spoilers, that's not going to change. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, that entire status bar is just there for flavor. Nice. They must have moved you here in your sleep again. Right now it looks uncannily like your grandmother's kitchen, which is a new fact and an unnerving one, but you can tell it's the usual test chamber by the anatomically correct ichthyosaur you managed to carve into the linoleum before they got the knife away from you. You missed that knife. Man, you're hungry. Dr. Beagle taps on the glass to get your attention. 
When you look at him, he points at a grocery bag on a counter behind you, clears his throat meaningfully, and starts chewing on the handheld trigger to your shock collar. You really hate it when he does that. And this game is... Dinner Bell! An existential horror slash comedy by Jenny Paladna. Release 1, serial number 120405, in form 7 build 6G60, I6V6.32, lib 6 twelfths N. Good old 6 twelfths N. Good old G6, I already forget what it is. <laughs> 6G60. Yeah, 6G60. That's kind of satisfying to 6G60. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. So I'm I was sold. distracting you from your game that you were on. You were. Okay. Test chamber. It really does look just like your grandmother's kitchen. The oven, fridge, and counter are that same buttery marzipan color. Those same seven drawers are next to the cabinet under the sink. Even the kitten wallpaper is the same. That motivational poster belongs to the test chamber, though, and has survived its every redecoration, including submarine and open grave. The only other difference is a photograph over the oven where your grandmother used to hang the heads of her enemies, mostly crickets. Oh, and the observation chamber where Dr. Beagle is watching you through two-way glass. Your grandmother didn't have one of those. On the counter are a grocery bag, a bucket of wax pears, and a ship in the bottle. And then I've got this big thing in bold. This is new to interactive fiction. Type help! Well, I'm not going to do that, because I'm kind of a veteran. Of <laughs> you are movie. kind of, yeah, and there aren't any special verbs in this thing or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. I always like that. Like, I, I try to do that myself when I can, mm -hmm. to not include new verbs. Yeah. Because it's very satisfying to work within the constraints of the default verbs. Yeah. I could go both ways on it. That's true. Like, I'm not... When I need a new verb, I go for mm -hmm. it. I just... But I always feel better when I don't have to. Yeah. I definitely feel like people should be informed if you're going to expect them to. Oh, I don't feel that at all. <laughs> yeah, but you're a terrible human. That is false. You're the terrible human. <laughs> okay. Ouch. We're going to witness that when we play this game. <laughs> okay. 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 We'll let the listeners be the judge. Okay. Judges. And, and then eventually we're going to get around to doing Statue Got Me High. Well, and that's different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I listeners, just keep an open mind. I don't think there are any different verbs in it. Whatever. Um, okay, so one thing, I'm going to examine the two-way glass. Okay. Between you and the observation chamber is a special kind of glass that you can see through both ways. It's also thicker and has a unique smell. On the other side... <laughs> <laughs> That's a they might be giants thing. Yes, it is. Thing. Yes. Okay. I'm going to giggle at those, but are, I'll stop pointing them out. And there are kittens painted all over. It doesn't <laughs> say that. Uh, on, on the other side of it, Dr. Beagle alternates between watching you intently and frantically taking notes. On a small table beside him is, capitalized, The Bell. The Bell. The Bell. Okay. So my... This is a special kind of glass that you can see through both ways. Mm-hmm. But that's normal glass. That's normal. That's that's the joke that I was going for. It's not. Okay. It's not the best joke. Well, that's the thing is the the, the problem. And I'm sorry to be tearing down your <laughs> thing. Jeez, I'm a jerk. That, but like they call it two way glass, right? Uh huh. They call one way glass two way glass. I know. I get really confused by that entire thing. And now I've gotten really confused. I know. Anyway, it's just regular glass, except it's thicker and has a unique smell. Right. Examine the bell. Okay. Can you type in bell in all capital letters? Uh, I can try. 
that would satisfy me. Yes, I did. Uh, Thank you. When the bell goes ding, it is time to eat. It is time to eat when the bell goes ding. You cannot eat until the bell goes ding. Bell is to ding as time is to eat. You understand this with every fiber of your being. Sometimes, actually most of the time, it's all you understand anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. This game creeps me out. <laughs> it's it's kind of... I went to some dark places. You sure did. Uh, examine <laughs> the, the, the dog man. The dog Okay, thing. Dr. Beagle? Dr. Beagle uh, is his name. You're pretty sure Dr. Beagle is a real doctor, because he's wearing a lab coat and holding a clipboard. He's not a real beagle, though. He's a German Shepherd slash Border Collie mix. <laughs> In his other paw is a small pen-looking thing that you have learned at great personal expense as the trigger to your shock collar. On a small table beside him rests the bell. Capital letters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to examine the shock collar. Okay. You used to think you hated rude dinner guests in polyester pantsuits, but that wasn't hate. That was some silly little beige non-emotion. You really hate this shock collar. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Um, there was a picture over the oven, I think? Mm-hmm. Can I examine that? Sure. Let's see. Hex photo. A smiling blonde woman holding a tray of enticing-looking bacon. You can practically smell it. The sight of food makes you salivate uncontrollably. Take bacon? Take bacon. You reach out towards the delicious-looking bacon and discover it is actual bacon taped to the photo. That will certainly hey. that will certainly make taking it a lot easier. <laughs> you totally space out for a minute and forget to take the order of bacon. Probably because you're thinking about how hungry you are. You hear the sound of a tiny electric door opening somewhere, and Pat the head-patting robot glides into the room. You'd been wondering where he'd gotten to. What is so, this? so the way the way that this was coded was, I didn't want the player taking a food before Pat was in the room to congratulate them for having taken it, but I also didn't want it to be too cluttered, so I had it cued to Pat showing up um, the turn immediately after the first food that you notice, which isn't. Uh-huh. Which didn't wind up being a problem mostly because there were multi-step foods a lot of the time. But you, but I, you, the, the you genius. just, you just took that bacon. So now I have this line where you just totally space out and forget to take the bacon. But what I was gonna do right away was try to take the bacon again. Mm-hmm. So let's do that. All right. You untape the bacon from the photo. Some sort of classical conditioning kicks in, and you immediately drop it greasily into the grocery bag. You're probably going to die if you don't eat something soon. Pat the head-patting robot pats your head, and your score goes up one point. You feel great, but you're still hungry. Uh Uh-huh. Now, I feel like I'm not really going to die if I don't eat something. No. Because this isn't one of those... This isn't one of those games. This is a Savoir Faire style game where it just yells at you all the time. Didn't you play Savoir Faire? I did play Savoir Faire. I liked Savoir Faire. And it yells at you all the time (laughs) if you don't eat anything, but you don't really have to eat anything. Yeah. Um, So this is in a respected lineage. Yes. This is basically me ripping off Emily Short this entire game. There's a lot of... Because you've got the... The machine that makes the noise. You've got the magic. I do. The lavory d'arachne. Yes, I do have the lavory d'arachne. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yes. I hope that I pronounced that correctly. I think 
I think you didn't have enough throat. <laughs> Let's move on. Yes. Um, okay, so I got the bacon. Good you job. You got the bacon. Good job. Um, okay, there's a table. Nope. Okay. There's a counter. There's a counter. That's like a table. Can I examine it, please? Oh, there's a table on the other side of the glass. Oh, that doesn't is that count. What, okay. Let's examine the counter. On the counter are a grocery bag, in which is an order of bacon, a bucket of wax pears, and a ship in a bottle. Oh, a ship in a bottle. This is another respectable interactive fiction reference to a previous game. Uh. Um. Is it? The ship in a bottle is a reference, of course, to curses. Where there is a ship in a bottle. I never got very far in curses. Well. So, it might be a reference, but I didn't put it in there? Yeah, I put it in there. Okay. The author is dead. Uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) But I'm right here. We're not allowed to express that sentiment on this program. Because (laughs) this this, program is all about authorial intent. Yes. Is this how I find out I've died? (laughs) <laughs> this is a really weird way to find out you're dead. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the so the ship in a bottle is actually, well, if you examine it, I think you might. Can I just examine it? Please? Yeah. Okay, this bottle contains what appears to be a handsome steamship churning its way happily through placid waters accompanied by squawking gulls. So it's, wait, what? This bottle contains what what appears to be a handsome steamship churning its way happily through placid waters accompanied by squawking gulls. So, the can I examine the gulls? Yes. X gulls squawking. X steamship? X steamship? Uh, it just understand. gives you the text about the bottle again. Examine the water? Uh, water flaccid. <laughs> classic <laughs> thank you uh okay so like are the are the goals moving yeah am i know. hallucinating a real they're... see i don't know i don't trust this game uh, so this game gets pretty surreal in places the steamship in a bottle if you don't immediately recognize it is from the album cover for then the early years oh okay okay yeah the compilation that includes, uh, uh, what was it? The first... They Might Be Giants and then Link. Yeah, and then the B-sides. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. that makes, I like, that's the cover I re- remember worst, I guess. But mm-hmm. okay. All right. So, um, I'm going to break that bottle. Okay. I'm going to... You used to think, as an abstract concept, that violence led to human suffering. Now you know, as a concrete fact, that violence leads to you being strapped to a beanbag in the Yanni room for 18 hours. So, yeah, you were totally right. <laughs> okay. Um, so violence is a... Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. I think that's my generic violence okay. thing that I wrote. Um, take ship. Take ship. You pick up the ship in a bottle, but it makes you seasick and you put it back down. Okay. Take pears. I remember the pears. Yes, okay. Take pears. You pick up the bucket of pears. Eat pear. Eat pear. Zap! Dr. Beagle sees you trying to eat the pears and hits you with some of the volts, if not all of them. You're glad you're not carrying any sensitive electronic equipment. You fantasize about how you would cook George Lucas. Luau style, probably. 
Why? Stop it. <laughs> How would you cook? He looks like, a, you know, like he should be impaled on a thing and rotated. I don't sand? think that. I've never thought that. You've never thought that. No. Uh, then okay. you've never, you are a person who has never seen Star Wars 1 through 3. I, well, I have, but I thought it was cool. You know who's cool? Sebulba. Which one's Sebulba? He's the mean pod racer. Oh. With the illegal fire Is he the, thing. the the nasty little blue fellow who owns all the pods? No, that's Watu. That. Oh, that's Watu. Yeah, or Watto, I forget. Yeah, I don't remember who Sebulba was. He's Sebulba. <laughs> I'm like bad. He's like the Wario of pod racing, I just realized. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wario's cool. I can get behind that. Yeah. And Sebulba is also cool. So we were okay. talking about pears. And we I were talking about, about pears. Um, oh, put pears in sack. Put what sack? Oh, the grocery sack. Yeah. It's like, what game do you think this is? What pears in sack? What are you even talking about? What? That's... Put pears in bag? Oh, yes. I don't think I implemented sack. So. I can I can forgive lack of synonyms. Zap! Dr. Beagle sees you're trying to put a bucket of wax pears in the bag and activates your shock collar. You remember how bad it is to put not food in a grocery bag, and the wax pears, which look like food but aren't, are the worst kind of not food. <laughs> okay, but I remember this because I figured this out by accident. Uh-huh. Put the pears in the oven. Okay. Do you want to examine the pears first? Why would I want to do that? Okay, examine the pears. I wrote that and it's good. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to. Okay. You remember Griswold's legendary bucket of wax pears from the stories your grandmother used to tell when your incessant <laughs> appetite for stories had exhausted her supply of more interesting ones about princesses on rockets or whatever. <laughs> According to legend, this bucket contains one real pear and 37 enchanted wax ones, all identical in smell, texture, and appearance. Anyone who eats the real pear gets to be king of Reno, Nevada, and anyone who eats a wax pear is cursed to spend eternity making out under the bleachers with their fifth grade math teacher. Your blood runs Ugh. cold just thinking about it. The sight of food makes your salivary glands kick into overdrive. Okay, All so right. now you want to put pears in the okay. oven. So, mayor of Reno, Nevada? Yes. Which I, I call Actually, it Nevada. Actually, king of Reno, Nevada. King of Nino... Re- exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is king. king. Yes. yes. The, the, the point it, my point uh-huh. is, that's a really, they might be giants concept, mm-hmm. but that's not a quotation. No. That's just being totally plugged into the aesthetic. Yeah. I had a panic moment early on when I was like, I need to fill this with references, 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 references. And there are mm-hmm. like a few that came naturally. And then I found myself like going through the wiki, looking up cutlery. And I'm like, you know what? No, we're just not. We're just not going to force this. Hmm. Yeah. Because I took the opposite approach where I forced it. Oh, and that worked but out okay for you. To each their own. Oh. Right. Sure. So put pears in oven. You're no rocket surgeon or anything, but you're pretty sure you need to open the oven first. Uh, <laughs> this kind of stuff I will not forgive. I forgive you. Open oven. Okay. You swing the oven door open, interrupting what appears to be a fight to the death between a cherry pie and a pepperoni pizza. A minuscule tumbleweed falls through a gap in the bottom rack and bursts into flame. The sight of food makes you drool all over your dinner jacket. Pat gets tired of waiting for you to do something Pat-worthy and pats the meat drawer on its head analog instead. You feel oddly jealous. 
Okay. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. I'm going to take pizza. Take pizza. It's like 400 degrees inside that oven. You should find a hot mitt or something before you try to take anything out of it. It's a complicated I, set of things. This is a puzzle, man. This is a hard puzzle. Uh, I don't have to, like, my instinct is to drop the pears so I can do something else, but I know that's not No, yeah, I did. <laughs> because I'm not typing it, mm-hmm. I'm not thinking of it with the right rule set, which is odd. But okay. Okay. That was me rubbing my hands together. Okay. Deep thought. You, I'm going to yes. Do you want a list of the things that are in the kitchen again? Um, I remember there being cupboards. Uh, yes. The drawers. Yes, there is one cupboard and some drawers. Okay, open cupboard. Open cupboard. You open the cabinet under the sink, revealing a complicated knot of pipes and a can of everybody's favorite household chemical, shiptigar. 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 Rag. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, ragdopish. If you Rag-da-pish. spell it backwards, it's not. It's not a thing that you spell backwards, and it means something. It sounds like something you'd say backwards. Yeah. Um And this, the song has backwards elements. It does. Shoulder, well, bicep, elbow, arm. Yeah. Forearm, knuckle. Forearm, thumb, wrist, palm. knuckle, palm. Middle, Middle pinky, index, index ring. Dinner bell, dinner bell, ding. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> this is good. I'm having a lot of fun. Good, good. I'm glad okay. you're having fun. So, like, is Shiptagar a real chemical I should know about? No, I made it up. Examine it. Ex Shiptogar. A bright yellow spray can with an enthusiastic label. Read label. Read label. Got ship? Need vinegar? Shiptagar turns any ship into vinegar fast. Just spray it on. Warning. Use with extreme caution. Messrs. Spikney and Pilt Helmet assume no responsibility for accidental creation of relation vinegar, intern vinegar, vinegar ping boxes, two vinegars passing in the night, or liver spots. If vinegar ready do die occurs, please return defective can for a full refund. And Pat pats the meat drawer again with that exact same text. Well, did it randomly select the meat drawer again? It might have. There's So Pat has a chance... um, when you haven't scored in a while, Pat pats something, and that has a chance of being the next item that is up in the hint system, or just a random oh. thing in the kitchen. A random paddle thing in the kitchen, which was horrible to implement, because there's a bunch of stuff in the kitchen that's just, like, there for housekeeping, and it's not real stuff you're supposed to interact with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But paddle is a word in the source. Uh, I don't... I don't think I... Sadly, I know. Me? You know, I don't know where the source is anymore. Yes. You'll never see it. Yes. Paddle is a word in the For source. real? <laughs> um. Wait, what? Which one of those sentences is true? Uh, I I could not immediately put my hands on the source. There was a, a lot of complication involving. So I was out of town when this thing was due, and I had neglected to bring the charger for the tiny netbook. So there was this frantic moment of, like, emailing the source to myself and then finishing coding the game on one of, uh... My friend has this job where they just keep giving him laptops. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> yeah. I see. Yeah. And then I think he must have sent it back to me because I had to fix the game-breaking bug. So then that is probably somewhere on my hard drive that I haven't turned on since it started making the imminent crash noises. 
Uh So once I turn it back on, I'm going to have to be in, like, get everything off of here mode, and I just haven't dealt with it yet. I see. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Drama. I know, right? It's very intense. So is Paddable in the source or not? I don't and believe... yes, listeners, this is an important digression. Yeah, I don't believe that Paddle is in the source. No, I'm sorry. We forgive you. I feel terrible. So I was. I'm going to take the ship to Gar. Now that okay. I understand it. Take ship to Gar. Okay. Taken. Now I'm going to spray the pears with the ship to Gar. Spray pears with ship to Gar. You spray the pears with ship to but you're pretty sure nothing happened. Probably because you weren't spraying it on a ship. That'd be your guess. All right. I was wondering if the the system you should have implemented, mm-hmm. but obviously lacked the time to do so, <laughs> was causing the ship to gar to um, perform the same order of operations that it performs on a ship to make it into vinegar. So whatever the vinegar analog of pears is... It wow. would turn into that thing. And there would be a logic to it that you would figure out. It would take a while, but... Um, I am so glad that I didn't feel like I needed to do that, because this game would not have been... I would have been sitting there for like a month straight going, What? 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 Pears? Pears? Yeah. Pears are to ship as what is to vinegar. Yeah. You would be dead. You would be a skeleton. I, yes. That you, I, I spray the ship to gar on you and I get a skeleton. Yes. And that solves the puzzle. <laughs> so spray ship S- with ship to gar. Spray ship with ship. Ship to gar. Don't cuss on this podcast. <laughs> okay. A light spritzing of ship to gar turns the ship in a bottle into a bottle of vinegar. No wonder they used to market this stuff as the housewife's best friend. And Pat is patting that meat drawer again. Pat's a little spammy. <laughs> it's always the meat drawer. That must be a clue. Okay, I'm going to put the vinegar in the bag. Okay, put vinegar in bag. Oh, seriously? I made you pick it up first? Oh, yes, I remember why I did that. It says you'll have to pick it so, up first. Well, I'll pick it up first. Okay, then. take vinegar. You take the bottle of vinegar. Some sort of classical conditioning kicks in, and you immediately drop it into the grocery bag. That's fine. You probably weren't going to drink it anyway. Your hunger continues. Pat the head-patting robot pats your head, and your score goes up one point. You feel great, but you're still hungry. Okay, but... But... I solved a puzzle. You did solve a puzzle, and you got a point. Thank you very much. (laughs) I think I'll open that meat drawer now. Okay, I think Pat really wants you to do that. Open meat drawer. You open the meat drawer, revealing a bag of space beef. The sight of food makes your salivary glands kick into overdrive. Uh, one thing I didn't realize about this game when I first played it was that the food items are the items that are listed in the game. Yes. Which, I mean, is obvious, but not, like, unlaudable, right? Like, that's the correct decision. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know how I missed it. Anyway... That is strange. I, well, I'm only as stupid as I look. <laughs> Fortunately, you're on the radio. Right. So I'll take that space beef. Okay. Take beef. 
You take the bag of beef, some sort of classical conditioning kicks in, and you immediately drop it into the grocery bag. Boy, are you hungry. Pat the head petting robot, pets your head, and your score goes up one point. You feel great, but you're still hungry. Great, but I'm still hungry. (sighs) I like that um, for our first two episodes, which, again, are months and months apart, Mm -hmm. we... We're playing games that are about putting food into containers. Yes. I like yeah. this, too. We did a good job. Yes. Um, so, what are the other drawers? Can I examine drawers? Sure. Examine drawers. In your grandmother's kitchen, at least, these were the cutlery drawer, the junk drawer, the meat drawer, the doll drawer, the reptile drawer, the mitten drawer, and the bird drawer from top to bottom. But, oh, okay. I thought that it was going to say that there's something else now. Nope. Um, I'm going to say reptile. Open reptile open drawer. Open reptile. You open the reptile drawer, revealing a can of snakes. Oh, wow! A can of snakes! Wait a second. I see this joke coming. <laughs> open can of snakes. Open can of snakes. The lid comes off the can with a satisfying pop, and a colorful medley of poisonous snakes completely fails to come shooting out of the can and bite you in the face. Hey, there's no snakes in here at all! Just this piece of peanut brittle! What the heck? Uh, I don't want a piece of peanut brittle. No, you you don't want a piece of peanut brittle. Well, I'll take it anyway. Okay. Take peanut brittle. I just have to uh, mention that this was Riff's joke. Oh. About the can of snakes and the peanut brittle. It's a pretty riffy joke. Yep, it's... It's very riffy. Uh, you take the piece of peanut brittle, some sort of classical conditioning kicks in, and you immediately drop it into the grocery bag. Good riddance, lousy not-snake peanut brittle. <laughs> You're probably going to die if you don't eat something soon. Pat the head-petting robot, pat your head, and your score goes up one point. You feel great, but I you're feel still hungry. Great, but I'm still hungry. You do. Well, um, okay, there was a bird drawer. Yes. Open it, please. Open bird drawer. Okay. You open the bird drawer, revealing a broken vinyl record. Broken vinyl record. Exit. Okay. Useless pieces of a vinyl record labeled 101 different varieties of morning bird song is performed by Henry Boyd. This must have been what they would play over the loudspeaker to make you think it was morning. Uh-huh. How'd it get broken? <sighs> Take it. It's worthless. Forget about it. Uh, this is a red herring, right? This isn't a thing. Yeah, Don't tell is- me. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, the cutlery drawer. Okay. Open. Oh, did you want to open it? Yes. Well, is there examined text for these drawers? Um, so there is. It's all the same. Okay. It's... Examine cutlery drawer. Okay. Examine cutlery drawer. This is where the cutlery lives. Get you one. Oh, that's right. (laughs) And I remember... Because it's, it's uh, this is where the bird lives, or this uh, get you mm-hmm. one, and I this had is where to. Meat lives. I had to Google get you one, <laughs> and so I don't even remember what it's from. It's from Borderlands. Okay, it's yeah. from when you go to get a car. Scooter says, "This is where the cars live. Get you one," <laughs> and it was my one of my favorite things ever in the universe while I was writing this game. I like it a lot. Like, yeah. despite the degrees of separation that separate us. <laughs> well, good. Um, yes, so open cutlery drawer. Okay. You open the cutlery drawer, expecting the shining spoons of this town all to point in your direction. Sadly, though, the drawer is empty. This is not at all surprising, given what happened the last time they were dumb enough to let you have silverware. Mm-hmm. Take cutlery drawer. Okay. 
The doctors spent weeks trying to break you of ta trying to take everything that wasn't nailed down, but they never <laughs> succeeded. You're sort of proud of that. The cutlery drawer is nailed down, though, both literally and physically. <laughs> oh, oh, we're having fun. Okay, uh, what what are the other drawers? Uh, let's see, drawers. There's the junk drawer, the doll drawer, the mitten drawer, and I think that's those are the only. There's cutlery, okay. junk, meat, doll, reptile, mitten, and bird. So I need a mitten. So open mitten drawer. Okay. You open the mitten drawer, revealing an exoskeletal heat absorption glove. Sure, why not? So that's just a glove. That's just an oven mitt. Uh, it's not, like, fancy. Uh, Take it. Taken. Examine it. You love this glove. It's so bad. <laughs> All right. Wear it. You stick your hand in the glove, and its component nanosentience alter its parameters to conform perfectly with the contours of your digits. Ace! All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get the other drawers while I'm remembering. Okay. Uh, open doll drawer. Okay. With some trepidation, your grandmother owns some terrifying dolls, you open the doll drawer. Fortunately, all you find is Dr. Bagel. What's up, Dr. Bagel? The sight of food makes you salivate uncontrollably. Um, I take bagel. Okay. You pick up Dr. Bagel. Some sort of classical conditioning kicks in, and you immediately drop him into the grocery bag, tiny lab coat and all. Boy, are <laughs> you hungry. Pat the head patting robot pats your head, and your score goes up one point. You feel great, but you're Should still I have... hungry. Should I have examined the... You... I, I never expect, but you're still you're hungry. totally... <laughs> um, can I examine the Dr. Bagel? I think maybe you can still examine the bagels. Some of them change descriptions when they're in the bag, but mostly that's because you put them in the bag in life-altering, destructive ways. Uh-huh. Uh, you think he might be a real doctor because he's wearing a little round lab coat, but he doesn't have a <laughs> tiny clipboard or stethoscope or anything. <laughs> he's definitely a real bagel, though, unless you're one of those jerks that insists a real bagel has to be made in New York with Jerusalem tap water or whatever. <laughs> you hear some faint squeaking coming from the fridge and are unsettled. Hmm. So it's not a real doctor, but he is a real bagel. He might be a real... We're not... Results are not back yet on whether or not he's a real... I'm seeing him as Cinnamon Bun from Adventure <gasps> Time. Oh, that's so cute! With the lab coat on. Yes. But I'm also seeing him with a clipboard, which you explicitly said he didn't have. Maybe he got one later. I guess. By the time while, he got into your imagination. Be, when he, while he was becoming a Cinnamon Bun instead of a bagel. Yes. A lot has happened. It's true. We've all been on this journey. <laughs> <laughs> so there was one, the junk drawer. Open, open junk, junk drawer. Open drawer. All right. You open the junk drawer, revealing a flashlight. Examine it. A cheap plastic flashlight with an oversized binary switch and a screw-off top. It is currently unlit. Switch it on. You flip the switch, but nothing happens. According to your encyclopedic knowledge of flashlights, this is probably some sort of, you know, problem with the, uh, what's it called? Innards. Yeah. This is why no one uses encyclopedias anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, op open it. Okay. You unscrew oh, I remember the this. You unscrew the top of the flashlight and peer inside, discovering an egg. Yes, take egg. Take egg. 
You shake the egg gently out of the flashlight. Hey, now that the flashlight is empty, you notice it doesn't even take batteries. It'll probably work fine now once you turn it on. You close it up to be tidy. Oh, right, you almost forgot. Some sort of classical conditioning kicks in, and you chuck the egg into the grocery bag as hard as you can. <laughs> Pat the head-patting robot pats your head, and your score goes up one point. You feel great! But I'm but still you're hungry! still hungry! Okay. Well. We'll solve that eventually. Um, I'm going to switch on the flashlight. Okay. Switch on flashlight. You flip the switch, and the flashlight glows brightly with the power of its own self-confidence. You hear the sound of a tiny electric door opening somewhere, and Pat's friend Soupbot rolls into the room, beeping and sloshing. Pat greets her with a Christian side hug. It's getting kind of crowded up in this test chamber. You certainly hope this won't compromise whatever science might be happening. Man. Sorry. I got got pulled over by Christian side hug. I'm still... (laughs) Thinking about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, are you familiar with the Christian side hug? Well, as a Christian. As a Christian? I just call it a side hug. <laughs> That's true. I think, actually, I call it an awkward hug. Mm, yeah, yeah. That would that would also be a good description of it. But non-Christians are prone to the way non-Mexicans will call it a Mexican standoff. Uh-huh. Whereas to Mexicans... It's just like, a standoff. That's how you do a standoff is with yeah. two guys. How else would you do a standoff? Come but, on. And an American standoff is this gross version where one guy didn't show up. Oh, that's terrible. Well, they're Americans. What do you expect? Yeah. Sorry, I had a thing. <laughs> yeah, we had a thing. A standoff. Yeah. <laughs> so um, It was great. You should have been there. <laughs> I had a joke chambered about how this flashlight was going to prevent me from being eaten by a Gru, but I uh, it didn't really fit in anywhere. Then you got derailed by Christian side hugs. Right. So, um, now armed with my mitt, I'm going yes. to take pepperoni pizza. Yay! You take the pizza. Some sort of classical conditioning kicks in, and you immediately fold the whole pepperoni mess up and plop it into the grocery bag. Your hunger continues. Pat the head-patting robot pats your head, and your score goes up one point. You feel great, uh, but you're still, still hungry. hungry. So, there was an apple pie. Take apple pie. It was a cherry pie, actually. Take apple pie. Okay. Take apple pie. What apple pie? What are you even talking about? Clever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a step behind. Okay, take cherry pie. Okay. I'm not sure I remember too disambiguated as a cherry pie. Yeah, what says what cherry pie? What Whoa. are you even talking about? I know, this is terrible coding. Good grief. Let's just take the pie. We have to quit now. Okay. Okay, take pie. Okay. You take the pie. Some sort of classical conditioning kicks and in, and you immediately drop it into the grocery bag, bag. Which, it, which it explodes all over the inside of. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably going to die if you don't eat something soon. You feel great, but you're still hungry. Hungry. Yeah. You're you're getting it. You're learning the drill. We're halfway I'm... there. Score is eight of sixteen. Oh. How do I know that? It's on the status bar that otherwise does nothing. Oh, okay. And hunger is starving. Yes, hunger level is still okay. starving. Alright. So um oh, put pears in Oven. Put pears in oven. 
You put Griswold's legendary bucket of wax pears into the hot oven. The wax pears melt and run together. There's a really confusing couple of seconds where everything goes all swirly and Price is Right looking. And you're left with a single, presumably real, magical, and very hot pear in a bucket. Well done, you! Yeah, I like this game a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, take pear. Okay. Take pear. You take the pear. Some sort of classical conditioning kicks in, and you immediately drop it into the grocery bag. Oh well, being king of Reno, Nevada probably isn't all it's cracked up to be anyway. Man, are you ever hungry? Pat the head petting robot pat your head, and your scar goes up one point! You feel great! But you're still hungry. I'm still hungry. You're still hungry. Like, this game is actually almost to the point of actually making me hungry. I know. Oh my god. Imagine writing it. Oh boy, I suppose. I swear I gained like 20 pounds. Jeez. Yeah. My game was about fire, so you can imagine. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're just you're crispy. Yeah. Yeah. Look crispy, fellow. <laughs> Crispier than usual. <laughs> That's pretty crispy. So, uh... Um, oh, there's a refrigerator. Yes, there is. I open the. You can't open the refrigerator. No, you took Shut the. up. Okay. You open the fridge and the entire kitchen goes dark. Fortunately, the flashlight has enough self-confidence to illuminate oh, anything I get you it. might want to look at. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Instead of having a fridge light, there's a fridge dark. Sure. Sure. You decide to start with this fridge. This fridge is almost, but not quite, the color of cheap French vanilla ice cream, the kind you get in a bucket with an alarming cartoon character on the lid. Scrawled inside of it, the fridge, not the bucket of ice cream, are the ravings of Madman. In the fridge are a bean, a beer, and a basket of garlic bread. The sight of food makes you drool all over your dinner jacket. So, the the the, the scrawled are the ravings of a madman or madman. Uh, yes, it's one word. Examine that. Thing. Okay. This the mad scrawl is written in something black. Old teriyaki, maybe? Not even you, the sauce ex- expert, can quite tell what. You don't think the crazed man in handwriting is yours? It says, "I I reheat heat my my soup soup. <laughs> give give it, it a a good good look look and and walk walk uh uh way way." You sense that the bean is trying to get your attention. No, take bean. You want to take the bean? I take the bean. You take the bean. Please. Okay. You take the, my bean. Uh, you took the bean. You take the bean. Some sort of classical sort of conditioning, classical kicks, conditioning in. kicks in. <laughs> you immediately drop it in the grocery bag. I drop it in the grocery bag. That's strange. You could have sworn you just heard it say something terrible. You're freaking starving. Pat the head petting robot pets your head and your score goes up one point. You feel great, but you're still hungry. I'm still hungry. Mm-hmm. Take beer. Take beer. You take the beer, some sort of classical conditioning kicks in, and you immediately drop it into the grocery bag. What a waste. Just like that other time. What a waste of liquid bread. And also oh. and also a waste of all the loving item descriptions I wrote for all of these things. Your stomach <laughs> growls loudly. Pat the head patting robot pat your oh. head. And your score goes up one point. I was supposed to examine the beans. Yes. I was supposed to examine you the beer. You feel great, but you're still hungry. Yes. Now that's not true because I'm not hungry and I don't feel great. Because I, I just ignored these item descriptions. Can I still examine the beans? Yes, you still can. Okay. I I made a special case so that hopefully people would examine. Like the bean just nags you until you've read all of its messages because I really enjoyed writing those. Okay. Yes, X bean. 
It looks up at you with a little dog face. Did you know? It asks. Oh, I remember this. Ostriches are the only animals that kiss during mating. When they're done mating, they suck each other's eyeballs out. <laughs> you feel the blood drain from your face. You feel like the bean is staring at you from inside the grocery bag. Um, examine it again. Okay. It looks up at you with a little dog face. Nishteru? It asks, if you put your hand inside a cow, there is a 93% chance you'd be touching something pink, and a 100% chance you'd be touching something disgusting. You pretend you didn't just hear that. Do it again. All right. It looks up at you with a little dog face. Did you know? It asks, if you have ever had a headache, you're at risk for gelatinosis, a rare disease that turns your bones into skin and your skin into jelly. You break into a cold sweat. Um, I, I was just saying how much I like this game. <laughs> and now you don't anymore. Examine the bean again. Okay. It looks up at you with a little dog face. It asks, if you scrape your face off, it'll take you almost a thousand years to grow a new one, cell by painful cell. Fortunately, it'll keep growing long after you die, although not necessarily on your skull. You pretend you didn't just hear that. I think... That's the last one. I think one. there is one more. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Dare I? I dare you. Okay. I don't know. It looks up at you with a little dog face. Did you know? It asks. In order to make a baby, a woman has to lick a leather saddle while a man dressed as a clown spanks her and calls her Norman. <laughs> Your parents did this to make you, and knowing them, they liked it. Your stomach turns and you look away. So that, that there is the secret, your secret origin story. And that is all the bean messages. Those are um, uh, Mameshiba references. Are you familiar with Mameshiba, Ryan? I'm afraid I'm not. So they are these... I'm not sure if they're advertising or what, why they exist, but they're these little Japanese animated shorts where these little beans with dog faces um, that is a complicated pun. about. So Mameshiba is a dog and Mami is bean and trivia is called bean knowledge. So there are okay. these little dog face beans that show up in people's food and dispense trivia. Uh-huh. Yeah. And okay. The, and it's all kind of uh, slightly disgusting trivia, like about uh, what color a cow's saliva is. You know, things of that nature. But it's nature. real. But it's, it's allegedly real trivia. Okay. I haven't fact-checked it. But uh-huh. yeah. So that that is what is happening with this bean I see. Yeah, those were- that makes me feel slightly better, actually. <laughs> oh, because now I know that your brain didn't produce <laughs> this bean. No. Only the things it says. Uh, those were my favorite parts to write. No, I can tell. <laughs> you, you, you used your favorite voice. <laughs> that really is my favorite voice. <laughs> So, um, okay, I got, I took the beer you took the too, beer. right? Yes. Let me examine Okay, X beer. This beer is big and brown and furry with claws on the ends of its powerful arms and uh. legs. Wait, I'm thinking of a bear. This beer is a bit on the hoppy side with woodsy undertones, like a bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
was just thinking uh-huh. because I was like just almost kind of remembering that line, and I was re- reflecting to myself on how much I probably appreciate because I remembered liking it a lot initially, mm-hmm. but now I was mad at you for puns. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I didn't remember the uh, great last part. Oh. Uh, you, you you had a good joke. Thank that was you. A good joke. Paul O'Brien wrote an good. entire thing on this joke. Oh yeah. Yeah? Yeah, like, yeah, I was like, wow, I, I kind of just sat down and wrote this joke, but yeah, no, that's, a, now that Paul O'Brien has explained it to me, this is a really good joke. It's, yeah. I'm proud. It's, it's all the way there, it's, uh, you know how in Tetris Attack you can get, like, a times eight? I've never played Tetris Attack. Well, you did a good job, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, thank you. I examine the bread. Okay. Bread. Garlic bread is your favorite food. You could honestly eat it for any every meal, or just all the time without even stopping. Uh, but you'd get fat. You would get fat. Bread makes you fat. Bread makes you fat? <laughs> bread makes you fat. <laughs> all right. Take the bread. Okay. You take the basket of garlic bread, some sort of classic conditioning kicks in, and you immediately drop it into the grocery bag. There is nothing at all interesting about taking this bread. Man, are you ever hungry? Pat the headbedding robot, pet your head, and your scar goes up one point. You feel great, but you're still, still hungry. hungry. Oh. Um, is the, examine the fridge. Okay, X fridge. Um, it, this fridge is almost, but not quite, the color of cheap French vanilla ice cream, the kind you get in a bucket with an alarming cartoon character on the lid, scrawled inside of it, the fridge, not the bucket of ice cream, or the ravings of a madman. So All right. nothing new in the fridge. But, now, like... I wouldn't put it past you, so I'm going to try and take the ice cream. Okay. Take ice cream. The bucket of ice cream is part of a simile. It's not actually here. Your level of reading comprehension worries me sometimes. <laughs> now, was this before or after the uh, uh, Pate Noir? Uh, the... Oh, I'm not, I'm not sure now. This was um, before Comp 12. Was Pat Noir Comp 12? I think Pat Noir was Comp 11. Comp 11. So this, so this, is this a does post Huge rip off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm ripping. Yeah. First, yeah. first I get all upset with Simon Christensen about his game Grief very vocally and angrily, and now I'm just ripping off all of his games. I am a terrible individual. <sighs> you are. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> sure, I am. Okay. Um, uh, we we are letting the listeners be the judge, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, so close the refrigerator. Okay, close fridge. You close the fridge. I have done what I set out to do. Examine Soupbot. Ex Soupbot. Soupbot is not exactly the latest in autonomous soup dispensing technology, and sometimes she gets overexcited and splatters, but you can't fault her enthusiasm and she gets the job done. The buttons above her three nozzles are currently labeled chowder, creamed cauliflower, and cup. Press cup button. Press cup button. Soupbot stops you from pressing her cup button and presses it herself. (laughs) A terrible clattering noise emanates from the vicinity of her cup nozzle, and she begins to vibrate ominously. You frantically look around for somewhere to hide from the imminent explosion. Just when you've decided there is no safe place and you're going to die here, Soupbot stops rattling, opens a convenient drawer in her chassis, and hands you a cup. I have the the cup. I don't have to take it. You have the cup. Okay. It's an ambiguity that 
exists in so many works in this medium. I, I press chowder button. Press chowder button. Soupbot takes your cup, presses her chowder button, and pours you a nice steaming hot cup of chowder, which she immediately tosses into the grocery bag. You're probably going to die if you don't eat something soon. Pat the head patting robot pats your head, and your score goes up one point. You feel great! I feel great, but I'm still hungry. You're still hungry. Well, I guess I have to press the cup button again, right? I guess you do. I mean, you don't. You can do whatever you want. I can. It's your I life. I choose to want to do to write the right thing. All right. Good. Good for you. That's human morality. That's what, <laughs> that's what that's, you do. That's what makes you a good Christian side hugger. <laughs> uh, Soupbot stops you from pressing her cup button and presses it herself. A terrible clattering noise emanates from the vicinity of her cup nozzle, but you're not having any of that. Just give me the cup, please, you say. And she hands you one from the drawer in her chassis. It's hard to tell with robots, but you think she's pouting. Pat pats her head. <laughs> okay. Poor soup bot. I press the cream cauliflower. Good memory. Well, I kind of remember the part of the song that this is from. Oh, yeah. Soupbot takes your cup, presses her cream cauliflower button, and pours you a nice steaming hot cup of cream cauliflower. This time she fakes like she's going to hand it to you before jerking it away and lobbing it into the grocery bag. Harsh. Yeah, you're still hungry. Pat the head patting robot pats your head and your score goes up one point. You feel great, but you're still, I'm still hungry. hungry. Yes, I'm still hungry. And how many, how many points do I have now? Okay, you're at 14 out of 16. Okay, this is this is where I get completely stuck, I bet. This okay. is where I would get stuck if I were really playing this game, which I am. Okay. So, um, could you run through the things that are in the room? The things that are in the room, sure. Uh, one second. So there is the oven, the fridge, the counter, the seven drawers, the sink, the cabinet under the sink... The kitten wallpaper, the motivational poster, uh, <gasps> and you already looked at the photo. Right. I, I, I remember this motivational poster. Examine it. Okay. Next poster. This is a diagram of a human arm with its component parts segmented and labeled. It reminds you of those meat-cutting charts you used to see at the butcher's. Bold text at the bottom <sighs> reads, I bet you taste delicious today. Yeah, I remember this. I knew that this was important, but... I stopped myself from looking at it. Mm-hmm. This is, this is like, you did a good job of encapsulating the aesthetic thesis of your, of your work into a single item within that thing. Um, and I, yeah, it's a, uh, you keep turning me around on being amused and creeped out. <laughs> oh, good. So. I ignore. Actually, undo. Undo. You never looked at that poster. I feel so much better. Good. I want to look at the sink. Okay. Next sink. Closer examination reveals this to be merely a child's drawing of a sink. <laughs> the drain has been hastily rendered in blue crayon, and near it a posse of scrubbing bubbles is fighting a dinosaur. I take drawing. Take drawing. What drawing? What are you even talking about? I did not uh, implement drawing as... Take sink? Okay, take sink. There are so few scrubbing bubble habitats left in the world that you would feel terrible about disturbing one. Um, I'm going to try take dinosaur. Okay, let's see. 
That seems to be a part of the sink. Okay. Um, the uh, c- cabinet under the sink, open that. Uh, yes. Open cabinet. It's already open. Oh. Dr. Beagle watches you attentively. You're unsure whether it's scientific interest or he thinks you're about to throw a ball. <laughs> I open the... I look in the cabinet. Okay. In the cabinet are some pipes. Oh, wait. There were pipes in the cupboard, too. No. Uh, hey. The cabinet and the cupboard are the same thing. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. So, examine pipes. Okay. A convoluted tangle of pipes. Corn cob pipes, looks like. You spot an intact ear of corn among their ranks. <sighs> I know. It's a terrible joke. I don't like that one. I know. I take the corn. Okay. Take corn. You wrest the ear of corn from its home amidst the plumbing. Some sort of classical conditioning kicks in, and you immediately toss the thing into the grocery bag. Pat the head petting robot, pet your head, and your score goes up one point. You feel great! I feel great, but I'm still but hungry. you're still hungry. Now, I'm at 15 out of 16 points. You're at 15 out of 16 points. So, this is going to be... I swear I'm going to get stuck. I know it. And okay. a, a few years ago, we recorded the podcast where you got 5 out of 6 points in mm-hmm. my game. Uh-huh. And so it's probably going to happen that I only get 15 out of 16 points in this game, although we, I, I don't get to end the game until I find the last thing, right? Right. Well, the so the uh, I have good news. Oh, good? It's a suppository. Oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, the... <laughs> good news, everyone, is what you're supposed to say. Yes, except I didn't think until I was already halfway through the... <laughs> it was terrible. I just shouldn't have done it. Anyway, so the good news is that the way the way this works, like the last time you played it, that was a bug. Like that was entirely my fault. Um, oh, but I didn't get to fifteen points. You were the last stuck time at fourteen. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I think you were stuck at fourteen, and because when you hit fifteen, then you can do anything you want for this next turn, and then something will happen that will lead to your 16th point. Oh. Okay. Um, I choose Sing because... Okay. Let's see if it does a thing. Sing. Oh, I guess press any key to continue. So it didn't even... Oh, okay. Sing does do a thing, but it didn't even uh, register your input. Okay. The lights, even the flashlights, suddenly flicker and go out. Then they come back on. Then they go out again. A small flame cuts through the darkness. As it draws closer, you see it's composed of several even smaller flames attached to a cake. The air around you is suddenly thick with the sounds of noisemakers and Perry Como singing, Happy birthday to you! Is is it your birthday? The lights come back on, and you see that Dr. Beagle and the robots are wearing party hats. In front of you, on CakeBot's head platter, is an elaborately frosted cake with 16 lit candles and the words Happy Birthday, Control 15, in blue icing. <laughs> Everyone seems to be waiting for you to blow out the candles. Okay. Sing. Sing. You sing a little song about tokens back to Brooklyn. Dr. Beagle looks at you like you're a weirdo. Token back to Brooklyn is a deep cut. It is. It's a very deep cut. It's backwards. It's a track zero. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's... Why do I have it? I think I have it on. I have actually am being compelled to look it up now because I have it in some other huh. form. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Token Back to Brooklyn is on Long Tall Weekend, but that's where it's a 
hidden track, right? Uh, no, it's a hidden track on Factory Showroom. Oh, okay. I'm so pretty they, sure. And yeah, they put it on Long Tall Weekend just to yeah. be cool. Uh, we sound like real cool people. <laughs> we are very cool people. Hey, the TMBG nerds are really happy. Uh, right now. Why is that? Uh, because you know you get happy when people geek out. Oh, about they're a thing happy listening also... to this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, they're just, they're independently happy while we're recording this. They don't know why they're happy, but they'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. it's track four on, uh, sorry, on, uh, Long Tall Long weekend. weekend. So I now blow out, wait, examine cake. Okay. Examine cake. It's a beautiful cake. They really went all out, what with the icing and the flowers and the almost spelling birthday, right? <laughs> the candles flicker cheerfully. All right. Blow candles. Blow candles. Blow out candles. Okay. You take a deep breath and void your lungs of the cake, extinguishing every single candle. You are the master of extinguishing. I am the master of extinguishing. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What are all these sparks? Why are the candles relighting themselves? What no. manner of unholy voodoo? <laughs> the re-illuminated candles glow brightly, sparking ominously from their wicks. This must be the work of old Nick himself. That guy really hates you ever since you ruined the fiscal solvency of the Outboard Motor Company, but that is another story, and she'll be told another time. <laughs> but it won't be told another time, will no, it, Jenny? It won't. Well, maybe. I'm not dead yet. Your second game is going to be... Oh the, yeah, yeah, how you yeah, your goal is to ruin the fiscal solvency of old Nick's outboard motor company. Yeah. Wow. I think you've got something there. I'm sure. Yeah. That's People gold. love that kind of stuff. I assume that people like that kind of stuff because I always want to write the game mm -hmm. that is the hidden backstory of an <laughs> unimportant detail in the previous game. It's like the Chrono Cross of this yes. game. Yes. <laughs> And everyone liked Chrono Cross, right? I didn't play it. Uh, people, I liked Chrono Cross fine. I actually played it before Chrono Trigger. People were kind of disappointed and upset with it because it's very unrelated. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And the question, the unresolved plot hook that it answers, I think it was not originally supposed to be a Chrono game. Oh. Yeah. So the unresolved plot question that it answers is like, hey, what happened to Shala during this time that like you weren't even thinking about what Shala was doing oh. because that was like so not the main thing. I barely cared about her while she was on screen. Well, yeah. So I know. Right? I take cake. Take cake. You pick up the elaborately frosted birthday cake, knowing full well you're just going to chuck it into the grocery bag when your classical sure conditioning am. kicks in because your entire life is a sad farce. Yep. Any second now, you're going to throw the cake into the bag. What? A a a any second now? Okay, don't freak out, but by some miracle, you're still holding on to the cake. I repeat, you are still holding on to the cake. Mm. So, now what do you do? I, I'm going to eat the cake. Okay, eat cake. You shove the cake at your face, taking minimal care not to set your hair on fire. Your tongue almost touches icing when... ZAP! Ah! Dr. Beagle shocks you so hard that the wiring in your brain scrambles and you have to really quickly reform all of your neural connections, which is totally a thing that can happen. 
Later in your room, you will have to test whether or not this has given you superpowers, which is also totally a thing that can happen. As you lie twitching on the linoleum, you feel a familiar cold metal hug around your left calf and barely have time to whisper hello to Sedate Bot before everything goes white and fuzzy. You are just conscious enough as they wheel you past the kitchen to see that it's burritos in your IV tube again tonight. Oh good, burritos, you think, passing out. Still waiting for the dinner bell to do the bell thing. In that game, you scored 15 out of a possible 16 in 95 turns. Would you like to restart? Restore a save game? See some suggestions for amusing things to do? Quit? Undo the last command? Or read Dr. Beagle's report? Now, Jenny. Yes, Ryan. Is it possible to get 16 points? It is possible to get 16 points. I want to read the report. Okay. Report. Project Marzipan, Administrator S. Beagle, Subject Control 15, Date 780905. Elapsed time in minutes, 95, reasonable. Electrical admonishments administered, 3, reasonably compliant. I am starting to regret, oh boy, oh boy, it's bacon! Pushing so hard to use 15, and please, please give me what's in the bag, Marzipan. The subject showed so much, what? Promise early on, but lately he's good dog. Experiments are just making me sad. No boy, boy, it's bacon! Hungry! <laughs> I eat so much lately, I'm just, throw the ball, throw the ball! Going to have to switch to dry food until I get a raise, which I, throw the ball, throw the ball! Won't! As long as marzipan is a complete failure. I think it's boom, boom for me! Just about time to take drastic, oh boy, oh boy, it's bacon! Action! Drastic science action! Beagle out. Well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I'm not going to look at amusing because I'm going to leave that as an exercise to the listener. Sure. I'm going to undo. Okay. Previous turn undone. You are back in the test chamber. And I have the I, I have the cake in my hand, but I haven't you have the cake in your hand. eaten it yet. But you haven't eaten it yet. Put cake in bag. Put cake in bag. You drop the lit birthday cake into the grocery bag, which surprises you by going whoosh up in flames, as though it were made out of 1970s kids' Halloween costumes. You can feel your eyebrows sizzle as you instinctively leap back from the column of fire. The countertop begins to melt, and the scrubbing bubbles flee down the drain before the sink catches. The dinosaur remains behind fighting fire with fire, which doesn't actually work very well. Soupbot pulls a hose attachment out of somewhere and starts spraying chicken broth everywhere in a 20-foot radius. To her firefighting credit, she even gets some on the flames. Did you know? (laughs) You hear a faint voice say from the inferno, I'm on fire! (laughs) Pat pats your head quickly, then beats a strategic retreat through the robot flap. You think your score went up by one point, although you could barely feel it through the heat of the blaze or hear it over the slow clapping of slow clap bot. The ceiling crashes down around you as you stand perfectly still in the center of the burning kitchen, staring at your own reflection in Dr. Beagle's mirrored sunglasses. Wait, where did he get those? (laughs) Dr. Beagle's tail is wagging. Who's a good test subject? You are. You're a good test subject. Now he's reaching for the bell. Ding, ding, ding. In that game, you scored 16 out of a possible 16 in 95 turns. All right. Would you like to... I want to read the report again, because this time I didn't fail my master. Yes. Okay. Project Marzipan, Administrator S. Beagle, Subject Control 15, Date 780905, Elapsed Time in Minutes 95, Reasonable, Electrical Admonishments Administered 2, Reasonably Compliant. 15 is making amazing, good dog, progress (laughs) compared to the, please, please give me what's in the bag, others in the control group. This is very, throw the ball, throw the ball, exciting. I'm really going to, wagtail, rub it in that, throw the ball, throw the ball, (laughs) smug jerk McKenna's face. How you weird smell, weird smell, like your psychotropic mushrooms now, McKenna. Oh, right, the woof! Subject, 
I'm going to recommend 15 for Bone, Bone for me, Project Double Super Secret. They won't say no, not while Wagtail Marzipan is proving so successful. Beagle out. All right. Woo-hoo-hoo. So I, uh, I, I taught that, that game who's boss. You sure did. The boss was Dr. Beagle. Yeah, it was. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I finally got to finish it. Yes, I'm glad too. Hey, what do we say at the end of this? Oh man, I don't know. Whatever it was, we didn't say it at the end of the last one. Um, um you know when we when we get to the end of the other podcast that I do, we do this whole spiel about where you can find us on the internet. On Facebook, facebook.com slash clash of the type ins. On Twitter at type underscore ins. On the plain old internet rcveter.net slash clash. I think at the end of mine... Okay. I thanked you for playing and thanked the player, the people for listening. Oh, sure. I can do that. Thank you for playing okay, my... do that right now. Thank you for playing my game, Ryan. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for writing it. Oh, sure. No problem. And thanks to the listeners for listening to this. Yeah, thanks to the... Yeah, them. Them. Yeah, you guys. Those people. <laughs> Those, as of right now, completely theoretical people. Well, I think there will be lots of them. I hope so. I I think it's going to work. All right. know what they're doing <laughs> right they have no idea <laughs> that we just recorded the other one yeah seconds ago that's true we didn't even stop recording well, we didn't could, stop recording did no we? i didn't stop recording no me neither we could, yeah we could go into a boy ryan how have you been oh geez it's been uh well it's been two weeks uh-huh. and uh, i don't want to get into like autobiographical stuff because that's not what this project is about no but i bet it's but been a me... really busy interesting two weeks well I, of course i've told you all that stuff mm-hmm. you know, in the meantime when we weren't recording uh-huh yeah i know you're a guy with a lot of stuff going on mm. i've just been sitting here oh. fondling this plastic bag full of asparagus for the past two weeks yeah because it makes a lovely crinkling sound you got to get that off the mic 